0: on Pixel Splitters Prime have been recovering from moving over the last couple days. And so my watching habits have been very all over the place. Uh, (laughs) And so one of the movies that I ended up checking out, which was just on a whim, surfing Prime, I have no idea why or how this came to me, but I watched this animated feature called The Red Turtle. um, Okay. That had never heard of, didn't know the filmmaker, had never seen any of his work, uh, directed by Michael de DeWitt and is a completely dialogueless film, except for a couple haze Ooh. in there, about a man who is lost at sea, who gets stranded on this desert island, and it kind of recounts his many attempts to leave this island, and every single time he does, he is thwarted by some unknown entity which turns out to be this giant red turtle and oh. i'm not going to go into the any more of the plot because it really is this kind of surprising surrealist journey mm. but this movie is gorgeous it is really really um well paced and measured because it, it i mean again there's no dialogue so you're just watching this singular person wander around an island for the better part of two hours wow. and um and the art is gorgeous it feels very tactile like it feels like a picture book that you can almost reach out and touch mm. like honestly the backgrounds i was like holy this is really really beautiful and the weird thing about this film is it is like stressful it is harrowing sure. it is it starts off and this man is in the ocean just fighting for his life basically gets swept around in the storm and ends up on this in on this uh, island. And from there it's just this kind of weird introspective journey of this person and you know, man's relationship with nature and wildlife and also relationship with family and how all of that is kind of one. There isn't really a separation there, which I thought was Mm. just gorgeous. And, um, and yeah I don't know I mean I get I did say better part of two hours but it is like you know an hour 20 minutes something like that so you can knock it out pretty easily uh I loved this I thought it was just what I needed a nice kind of like easy watch that had some stakes to it that didn't feel like oh I'm just gonna throw on something I'm gonna forget like I'll be thinking about this film for a while um and yeah I don't know what else to say about other than that's awesome watch the red turtle it's weird and beautiful and um really really anxiety and like there are moments where like he's going through an underwater cave and like i'm like this is like the abyss like what is going on this is like really <laughs> really stressful but uh wow but it's great it's really really good and really out there so i highly recommend checking out the red turtle on prime right now
1: Ooh, that's gonna be that's gonna have to be one i uh
0: oh yeah this is up your alley i for go sure. for it yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. wild um, yeah. um cool so this past week, I um, I don't know how to phrase this exactly, but I made a list. <laughs> mm. uh, I was like, this is a list I've been thinking about for a while, and this is a letterbox list, but this is a list I've been uh, thinking about for a while that I was like, I need to do this. Mm. Um, and I went through and I made a playlist called The Ones I Missed. Oh. Um, and it's private. I will never share this with anyone because there are movies on here that I'm really embarrassed that I haven't seen. <laughs> but it's be- essentially only. like- <laughs> It's essentially uh, a list of all the movies that, like, are part of cinema conversation still mm-hmm. that, like, I just, like, never watched.
0: Yeah, that's a
1: great You know, idea. like, the, the. let me see here. What can I, uh, things like Spotlight. Like, I've never seen Spotlight. Mm, interesting. Things like uh, 20 Feet from Stardom or um, mm. Won't You Be My Neighbor or Rocket Man, you know, like, these things that are, like, notable Cinematic things. Um,
0: yeah. Oscar contenders, whatnot.
1: Oscar contenders, things that are, I still like And Like, I think about that movie from time to time. Um, there's 96 movies on this list. Nice. Um, so my tuned in for a while, I suppose, um, is likely going to have one or two random ass movies um, that you're going to be like, how have you not seen that? Right. <laughs> um, that. But the first one I started with, and this one is not so much like in the, um, like Zeitgeist, still, but it's one I always wanted to watch mm-hmm. and never did. Um, and it's a movie from where did it go now. Uh, it's a movie from two thousand thirteen called Warm Bodies, directed by Jonathan Levine. Um, yeah, it's uh Nicholas Holt. That's Teresa right, it's Palmer. Cool. Yeah, yeah, um, Nicholas Holt plays a zombie, mm-hmm. um, and who like quote unquote falls in love with like a living woman. Um, it's, oh. a, it's a classic Zomcom yeah. is what it's, you know, called. Um, and this movie is like actually really fun. Like mm. it's not anything groundbreaking, but it is something I've never seen before, yeah. if that makes sense. In that like it's a new take on zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well done. It's like, endearing you know there is actual chemistry between the main two despite the fact that like he's dead walking around (laughs) grunting most of the time um and it takes i don't you should watch it It, it, like it takes a a direction that i don't think i've seen in zombie movies before sure um and it's not obviously it being me it's not like a scary movie or anything sure Um, yeah yeah it doesn't really even have any horror moments to it. Um, mm. a couple, a couple bloody parts, but like sure. nothing um crazy. But it's like just one of those movies that I remember when it came out in 2013 being like, that looks really good. I kind of want to see that. And yeah. she never did. Um, but now I've seen it and I, you know, it's uh it's fun, it's nice. Um yeah. shout out John Malkovich, Rob Corddry and Dave Franco, who are all in this movie. Okay um, <laughs> randomly. Yeah. So Dave Franco. Yeah, like Warm Bodies, it spawned a TV show, I believe. Um, mm. And I think it's based on a book, but...
0: That would make sense.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it became like a, a season... Uh, I don't know. It became a, a TV show that ran for a couple seasons, I believe. So
0: Interesting. I remember when this came out, too. I was like, oh, because it was right in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that was when zombies were like the thing. It was, yeah. And people were trying to... Anything and
1: everything uh, yeah zombie based at that time. It was the oh, post Twilight pre uh I don't know what pre, but post Twilight.
0: Pre pre not Twilight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out. I honestly completely forgot about this movie. Full stop. Yeah. Like didn't didn't remember it
1: existed. Yeah. It's uh mm. streaming on Netflix. 97 minutes. Easy.
0: Oh, fantastic. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, get, I think this movie was under 97. I think this one might have been under 90 minutes. I watched a movie that uh, I forgot that I bought on Prime. Mm. Uh, thank God that I bought it because I was going through my, I was just like thinking about films that I'd rented and I was like, oh my God. Because I've done this before. I've rented a movie that was on sale. Yeah and didn't watch it for 30 days, and then it went back <laughs> out of my library. That's happened to me before. So I was like, oh, please let this not have happened. Um, but I purchased this movie called Funny Pages probably three months ago. Oh. It came out in 2022. I heard about it last year, early, early last year. I think it was around Sundance, something like that. Um, and I remember hearing that it was just kind of a really strange mumblecore-ish film mm-hmm. uh, directed by this guy named Owen Klein who has never done anything else feature-wise, uh, actually was in a Noah Baumbach film, Squid in the Whale, which is why I'm like, okay, I understand the tone sure. and how you yeah. got here. Um, but Funny Pages is a really odd film about a young budding cartoonist who likes to ba- basically doodle funny cartoons and is trying to make his way through the world and I believe he's just about to graduate high school and is trying to take this kind of unorthodox path to making it in the world and the movie is just kind of this portrait of this kid who doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know anything about the world or people or how things work and is not romanticizing anything about anything, which I think is just so refreshing because this movie, in the best possible way, mm-hmm. is ugly as shit. <laughs> it is shot like like super low-budget 90s nostalgia, there's no movie stars in the film. The closest thing would be, I think Ron Rifkin is in it for like two hmm. minutes. You know, he's the closest thing yeah. to a movie star that you have in this film. Um, one of the other stars is Matthew Maher, who like you, we we saw him air and he was also, I believe he was oh, sure. Jane Silent yeah. Bob. Yeah. Dogma. yeah, Who's yep. just an, a weirdo. Yeah. And so um, you kind of know the direction the film is going and everyone is off putting. Everyone is a little bit odd, but I found that refreshing because it kind of showed, normalcy in a way Mm. and the way that people actually are without painting it to be like oh movie stars everyone's beautiful it's like no people are weird and people are off and people are odd and yeah it's really just this kind of cyclical story about this kid trying to make it in the cartoon world in a really really not great way and it deals with morality and um ethics and just showing that people are kind of in the middle of everything and not good nor bad. Most people are just trying to figure (laughs) it out. And I really like this movie. Um, It's not going to be for everyone. It's deeply uncomfortable and weird and like off balance in a lot of ways. Mm. But I found a lot of like, I don't want to say kinship with the character, but like, I get it, man. Sure, You're just trying to do your thing. You're just trying to get out there and not live at home. You know, I see you, I feel you. So, I say give Funny Pages a shot. I would like to know what you think about yeah. it. Um I I now own it on Prime so <laughs> you know it's one of those things. But yeah, I I I really did appreciate this. Shout out Daniel Zolgodri as the main as the lead there. He was really really great. Um it nice. almost felt like a Kevin Smith movie honestly. Like a cross between Kevin Smith and Noah Bomback. Very talky. Produced uh, produced heavy.
1: by the safety brothers.
0: Yes, yes, which I'm like, totally, totally. (laughs) I totally get this, you know. So uh, yeah, funny pages. All right. Liked it. I'll toss that on
1: there. Um, In a link, I guess, because writing? Not really. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Also a a movie that made my list uh, of ones I've missed, Mm. but is also still kind of minor. Um, Same kind Mm. of story as Warm Bodies. I watched Mm -hmm. Trumbo. Um, Brian Cranston. It's a Trumbo is a movie from 2015, uh, that has an insanely stacked cast. Um, I mean, we're talking Brian Cranston, Diane Lane, Helen Mirren, um, John Goodman, Michael Stubarg, um, Louis CK in it, which was like a weird thing to deal with. Um, cause he's actually like really good in it. Um, and it's before his whole thing. Um, But,
0: uh, it's a Jay Roach movie.
1: Yeah. It's a Jay Roach movie, which just like, doesn't make any sense to me.
0: (laughs) You wait, wait, what?
1: Um, you know, Jay Roach of Austin Powers fame and meet the parents fame. Um,
0: the campaign dinner for schmucks. Yeah. yeah.
1: But also I guess like bombshell (laughs) from like last year or two years ago. Yeah. Um, holy shit. Bombshell was 2019. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, this movie, now that I've prefaced it for like fifteen minutes, is weird. My instinct just then was to say really, really good, um, but okay. I caught myself because the performances are amazing. The performances, mm. this, the performances in this are like next level. Um, sure, and like it's Brian Cranston, you know, playing. Dalton Trumbo, who I, for listeners at home was like one of the blacklisted writers during the whole uh, Red Communist scare in the six, right. '40s, um, you know, with with Hollywood and like blacklisting would be communists, et cetera, et cetera. Dalton Trumbo like wrote a lot of the most famous scripts of the era, um, right? So this movie's two hours long. So okay, incredible, incredible performances across the board. Um, yeah. this movie's two hours long. I thought it was wrapping up, and I hit pause, and I was just under the one hour mark. It's an incredibly, incredibly dense. Oh my god! Biopic. Oh my god! That like weirdly like as weird as it sounds to, to say for like a movie about Dalton Trumbo, like the writing is kind of the weak part in this. In that like. It kind of drags, it kind of, you can, like, you can, you're aware that it's trying to say something. Right. Um, and it's like, you get what it's trying to say, but you're also like, okay, I get what you're doing there. I, I, I'm interpreting that. I'm not just getting it from the script. Yeah. Um, And it's like it's points in time and history are kind of vague. Like you get the sense of what's going on, but there's things that happen that you're just like that I think was just kind of glossed over. So like it's if the script was as tight as the performances, this would be a five-star movie. Um,
0: Ah, very interesting.
1: But it's not, I would, if I was rating the script on its own, I'd say it's like a two-star script. Um, so it's, it's like a weird kind of just like landing in the middle, good movie, not as great as it could yeah. be, which is probably why I think it just, no one really talks about it that much. It just kind of fell, fell away. Um, yeah. I mean, it's also directed by Jay Roach. So like, uh, it's like what? Yeah. So <laughs> the first, the first one of
0: his serious movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um So, yeah, I mean, good, not great. Um yeah, I, you watched it. I watched it. I've checked it off on my Ones I Missed box, um, box, list, whatever. Um, but, I like, I don't even know that I'd, like, recommend that you watch it. Yeah. You know?
0: I've never seen this. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't think many people have seen it. Um, I don't know. Good movie. Glad I watched it. That's all I can say. Um, Yeah,
0: I remember Cranston was nominated. That's the only thing I remember about it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why it was, like, on my radar because it was, like, the classic Hollywood story. It is, I will say, also weirdly, like, topical for 2023 in that, like, there's Mm. a scene in the very beginning that's literally a producer and a writer arguing about, like, the WGA going on strike
0: Oh my God.
1: Um, And I was just like, holy shit. I was like, that's
0: the last time it was like
1: so early in the film. And I was like, am I just like stumbling upon the most like prevalent movie, like for the time. Um, But like, it goes on to a whole kind of different thing. Um, Helen Mirren's character feels very pertinent now. And that like, you know, it's very like pro America, like Mm. boo on anyone who's not an American, you know, um,
0: but then kind of yeah.
1: Then kind of falls not falls from grace, but yeah, I don't know. It's, um, good performances. That's all I can keep coming back to. It's like, yeah. I want, I want more from Jay Roach just because of what those performances were.
0: For sure. And the fact that like it was written, I was looking into it. John McNamara, who is a TV writer, which did no yeah. shade to TV writers, but this is the only movie he's ever written. Mm. So uh, that probably
1: plays into it. somehow.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Interesting.
0: Which is very, very interesting.
1: So, Ooh, Would this have been better as a, as a series? I think this would have absolutely been better as a series.
0: Well, if you were looking at it and were like, yeah, uh an hour in and I feel like we should be wrapping this up. Yeah. Slice that into four or five pieces. Yeah. And draw it out a little bit so it's not as dense. Well, and
1: that's the thing I was saying with like a lot of the points where I'm like, I feel like we just kind of glossed over parts, you know. Yeah. Like he, I mean, he goes to prison and he's in prison for a little bit and then he gets out of prison and you're like, like, okay, okay. you know, and it comes back (laughs) into, like it goes on, you know, it plays into the whole larger thing, but it's like,
0: it's like, I would imagine
1: we would have spent more time on the year he spent in prison for lying to Congress.
0: Interesting. I'm curious to see what Jay Roach has in the future, because I think he's honing his craft now as a like a docudrama type of guy. I do too. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. Cause like we need more of those to be quite well, a, and, good, good and filmmakers.
1: Bombshell was, I really liked Bombshell. Bombshell was good. You know, um, huge swing, massive swing. Yeah. Couldn't get bigger. So yeah,
0: I love it. I will probably not watch Trumbo. <laughs> probably That's keep fun. on my <laughs> theme of not watching Trumbo. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Stay the course.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not deviating here. Uh, I saw one movie in theaters the last couple weeks, which was yesterday. We are recording on Tuesday. I saw it on Labor Day because I was like, you know what? I have an hour and a half free. Let's mm-hmm. do this. I went and I saw Bottoms, which is Emma Seligman's new film. Mm. Which I, if you've been listening to Tuned In for a while, I talked. About Shiva Baby. I loved it. I thought it was so weird and it made me feel really uncomfortable in ways that I didn't know were even possible. Mm-hmm. And this is her follow up to that. This is only her second feature film, uh, written by her as well as uh, Rachel Sennett, who also was in Shiva Baby, is also in this. She was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I absolutely love her. Her energy is so strange and specific. It's just amazing I want you should watch bodies, bodies, bodies. You really should. It's, yeah. it's like not yeah. scary. It's, it's it's really like one of those films where it's like a almost a satire and it's mm-hmm. pretty hilarious. Um but this film stars Rachel Sennett and Iota Beery, who again I feel like I've talked about like the last three weeks because she's just in everything and she's phenomenal in everything. Um, and it is more conventional than Shiva Baby, which I can't even categorize, to be honest, like what kind of a film <laughs> yeah. it is. This is definitely a coming of age raunch comedy between two people. It is Super Bad, it's Lady Bird, it's Book Smart, it's those yeah. movies, but through the lens of Emma Seligman, which is really interesting and unique because her story structure and her joke structure and delivery is so off putting and odd that it works like. In this time period, it just were I was laughing so hard throughout this entire film. Cause it, essentially it's about these two girls who are both gay and are trying to, before school ends, stop becoming stop being losers. Like it's literally super bad, yeah. basically. But it and the way that they attempt to do this is by starting a women's self-defense class, which they also are calling a fight club. And <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is their is their advisor. It is it is fucking hilarious, man. It is one of the funniest movies I've seen all year. It literally, I was laughing from beginning to end. It takes big swings and follows through with all of them, which I really appreciated. Hmm. It's also like, I don't want to say transgressive, but it's a little subversive because it it's like a overly exaggerated version of the way that people actually are under the surface. Like the entire football mm. team is like, dramatic and flamboyant and so like exactly the way that I remember these people actually being but not in front of people you know and I just thought that was so deeply hilarious and it's on the nose but also like it's so hard to describe because it's not like any other comedy and I could tell the theater was like not always feeling it. Uh, uh,
1: Unsure, yeah.
0: Whereas like Joyride was more like straight in your face, these are jokes. This is like, was that a joke or was that just something that they just said? And I was like, that's clearly a joke to me. This is hilarious. (laughs) So... I loved Bottoms. It's easily going to make my, maybe not top 10 list. We'll see what happens with the, the rest of the year, but it's going to be sure. in my top 20 probably. It is okay. really hilarious. I am down for anything Emma Seligman at this point. She has such a specific mm. style and tone that I'm in love with. She's She gets it. She really, really gets it. And I can tell that she's young. She's a young person. <laughs> yeah, And I love that about this because it's nice, very contemporary. Nice. Shiva so,
1: Baby uh, on my list of ones I missed. Yeah, which is it's a yeah. weird small movie, but it is yeah. just but I it's I it keeps coming up in conversation. I feel yeah. like, you know, I guess conversation with you, but with like, me. Yeah, <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but either way, uh, she hasn't missed yet. Emma Seligman. Love it. Bottoms. Love it. Fantastic. Nice.
1: Um, I'm going to put out. I, I don't know. I kind of saved the well, I don't know if I'll say this, but I watched Hypnotic <laughs> by Robert Rodriguez.
0: Uh, no, we both really like Robert Rodriguez.
1: I love Robert Rodriguez. Um, I don't know where to begin with this movie because I was told this movie was terrible and it's not great. Yeah. But I don't think it's as bad as it was getting like slammed for being. Yeah. You know, I think it had a fatal flaw of... Spending so much time building its world and then hmm. trying to subvert that whole thing with a twist.
0: Oh, come on.
1: That, like, just we just spent the whole time like figuring out the world we were in. Right. And you now know?
0: you're like, uh, <laughs>
1: and then you're like, okay. Like, it was one of those ones we watched it. It was, it's streaming on Peacock. Uh, my wife and I watched it together oh, and good to know. Um, it was one of those, we kept pausing every 10, 15 minutes to be like, okay, so I think what's going on is he's doing that. And then, th- and like continuously through the entire movie, I had to stop and go like, okay, I think that's okay. Um, oh. so like tiring, not terribly well written. I mm-hmm. guess I don't know where my issue was if it was the writing or the directing or or what um, there were some bone chilling line reads for sure sure um, I really 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 want to see a movie where William Fichtner is the lead oh, I don't know yeah, like I was looking through his thing the other day and I'm like I don't know if he's ever like played a leading role
0: oh, he's the character actor man he's like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like we said that about Killian Murphy, and we said that about Richard Jenkins, and like all these things. And I'm like, just like give my man, you know. And um, front
0: and center, do it now.
1: But yeah, I mean, this movie is is not great. Fine, ninety minutes, and like you're like, yep, yup, yep, we're cooking right along here. Yeah, um, I think would have been helpful to have been two hours. Interesting. Um, Mm. Because I think the script needed time to breathe. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such a weird. I'm like, I mean, I will defend Robert Rodriguez to the ends of the earth, but.
0: He does what he wants. Yeah.
1: He does what he wants. And it, he's just kind of like not hitting on anything. These, I mean, before this, we had Book of Boba Fett, which, mm. you know, and then Elite Battle Angel. And mm. even, I mean, back to like Sin City Dame to Kill for, it's like. Yeah. Oh.
0: Hmm. I, I think I wanna check this out just because it it, it has piqued my interest enough.
1: Alright, if you're gonna watch it, I, I wanna like make a comparison, but if you're gonna watch it, I'll make the comparison when you talk about it on tuned in because Okay. There's there's a movie that I'm like, it is so like this movie. <laughs> oh, but I don't wanna like say the movie and then and be like, oh okay. And then you're like, oh okay, <laughs> and then you're making all this. But um, okay. so I will I will wait until you watch Hypnotic. Thank you. I really appreciate that very, very much.